It's nice. Do you think you saw Last Jedi? Yeah, I liked you, it. You liked it? Oh, it was. It was. I had, I had issues, and we've talked about this. Are we recording yet? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, this is our cold um, open. We haven't actually set open. At oh, some point, okay. I was going to tell y'all that y'all realize y'll been on. Yeah, you know, been on air camera for a while. I, just, I had issues with it constantly edging. Like, mm. okay, this is what the climax of the movie is going to be, but no, 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 it's not. And this is what the climax of the movie is going to be. No, never mind. Okay, can we all agree though? And I've said this multiple times that. When Holdo uh, shot her ship into Snoke's ship, yeah, up to that point, it was stupid because like I'm, I'll stay and distract him, and you see her standing there the entire. They're blowing ships away. She's standing there, like that's your plan to stand there, well, attack him right away. I mean, I, I'm not going to yeah. defend it, but it visually looked cool, but the story could have been done so much better. I agree. Yeah. Over, like, yeah. Overall, so, a lot of things just wasn't necessary. So I'm going to start with the music now. All right, it's playing in the background that you can't. Today, they see us dancing. <laughs> Welcome to the Old Titans. This is the uh, number one Old Titan, I guess, since I'm older, maybe. You are the oldest Titan. The oldest Titan. Okay, the oldest Titan. Yeah, I'm John Paul. How about that? Yeah, co creator, executive producer, CEO, CFO, sound editor chief, the one and only B Man. You forgot Grand Poobah. I was not going to add that one. No? He right. doesn't have his hat. Right. And we do have guests, and for anybody who does not know it, you can actually go watch us this week on YouTube. We're actually um, recording this visually, not just audibly. So, everybody wave. Hi. Yeah. So, we do have a couple of guests that you can see, and if you're not watching it on YouTube, you can hear. So, our guests are... My name is Byron. I'm Miranda. Not a Titan. No, no, no. It's not Miranda. It's Red. There you go. Red. Red. I gave that nickname a while ago. Nice. That was my. Is my name. I gave okay. it, and I got the red shirt too. Yeah, she's, so. It works out. She's red. Yeah, it works out. So it was the Red Terror originally, uh, and she changed. I didn't add the Terror part. I want you to guess who did though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Based on the conversation before, you could be Beard Man. Beard Man? Hmm. No. Or The yet. Beard? Or just I'm, The I'm Beard? Not, I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm not yet. My, it's not ready. Pre Beard. Pre Beard. You're Pre Beard Man. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, as usual, we're going to start out with our B Man question of the week. Not really from a question. Last time. More of a come up with an original comic book story. Can you come up with an original comic book story? An original comic book story. Yeah. Like Can something no one's ever done. Yes, yeah, something that hasn't really happened before. I think we probably could. Should we let our guests go first? No, well, I want to go last. Give them time, because we kind of just told them about this a minute ago. All right, so I have a little something that I've been working on. All right. The working title right now is Blink, and long story short, the main character is in a, I guess, uh, post-post-apocalyptic era where technology is advanced, but there was even more advanced technology in the past, and the main character has a piece of technology that allows him to, if you know, like, old-school magic, like, it's blink, so he can blink and teleport, essentially, around the place. And he can teleport so fast sometimes that he can create after-images of himself. So my character is like a... I don't want to say he's a bounty hunter, but more of like a mercenary. And he hunts using that blink tactics. And it's starting, it's going to get him in trouble. I just haven't figured that out yet. Cool. All right. So you got the basic setup there. Mm -hmm. I don't want to follow that. You can follow that one. Can we follow that? Okay. Mine's a little sillier. Yeah. But I, but I, but I, 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 but I like it. It's something the story of always. 
somebody at some point needs to do a comic, not just a book, but a comic book autobiography, not autobiography, but a biography of Stan Lee. Hmm. I mean, Stan Lee needs not just a biography written about him, but it needs to be in comic book form. To me, that's just kind of natural. But I want them to go a step further and do the untold story of Stan Lee and have it discovered that when he was a child, when he was Stan Lee, and I don't remember his real last name, but he was Stan Lee, whatever, that he discovered magic and all this kind of stuff. And he discovers that if he says the word Excelsior, that calls down the magic, and he becomes a superhero. And, and he's secretly this hero as a kid who turns into you know, this thing and all. And you know, you kind of got a little Shazam thing going on yeah. there. You, you blend in some of the stories that he told later in life. Yeah. And let this be the inspiration. His own adventures are the inspiration for the for stories he created. So and is- let him be the not just the founder of the whole Marvel Universe, but... The one, one who was founders. really the first hero in the Marvel Universe, in a so way. Is kind of like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, but with Stan Lee version? I, yeah, I got it. I don't know. Really? Confessions of the Dangerous Mind. Yeah, the guy That's from, a cool title. The guy oh, from yeah. the Gong Show, the original, I guess, host, whatever. That, okay, yes, okay, he that one, yes. told the story of how he's some secret spy or whatever it is. And, mm. uh, yeah, I guess maybe a little bit like that. It's just the untold secret history, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just, thought, I just thought it would be really cool to have a young Stan Lee who says Excelsior and turns into a hero. And I think that's a great idea. Jack Kirby. Did you raise it? your hand for real? Cool. Cool. Well, it's on camera, it's so on people would see that, her being yeah. polite. Yeah, we can actually do the hand gestures now, and it actually means something. <laughs> so watch the hand gestures this week. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so there's my idea. So it was a little silly, but, again, it's paying homage to... Yeah, one of the greatest. Okay, you know, I think it's cool. Get ready to get blown away here, guys. This, this is gonna, this is gonna fry you. Oh damn! I forgot the question for next week. Never mind. And <laughs> done this week. Okay, Superman. We all know Superman's story. The last son of Krypton, which is like twenty suns later, because everybody comes. Everybody's still alive, apparently. <laughs> and anyways, so you know he's a regular guy, but flies Earth magic power, superpowers. Yeah, it's not magic. Not magic. He's not he's magic. vulnerable to magic. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Just say, for argument's sake, that one of those pods lands. The little kid gets out, but he's carrying a Krypton flu. All the antibiotics and everything would be on Krypton. This flu could possibly, with the sun hitting it, could possibly be a little clothed, could turn into like this huge, world-destroying fever. And that's what actually happens. It comes post up. You like this, huh? I do. I really this is cool. do. I, I don't can, have an ending. Yet. I can debunk the entire thing. No, I'm not no, going to do right now. Right now. <laughs> you can't debunk Krypton flus because you never I, you never had them before. No, when no, you but, have a Krypton bug, you debunk it all you want. Okay. But as of right now, you can't. So this thing gets blown out of portion and wipes out the entire race, except for some people who are trying to fight it off. They're trying to figure out how to fight it off. I mean, naturally, somebody would have like an immunity just statistically. Yes. Yeah. But other than that, but you gotta find out who it is. How many people die in the process? Is it a smart person? Those? Like, you have to like not be infected. Is it like an airborne type thing? Is it something that gets right. transmitted? Good. No, 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 not even from emails. ten different I mean, people, any, any kind of contact, contact period, yeah. tweets, Facebook messages, well, through anything. the internet. Through I'm, I'm going to delete all the tweets. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a tweet of me. Well, no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm giving you a chance. If people don't care, then I'm not going to waste the you time. You can debunk it. I heard you debunked before. But see, but, well, I'm sorry. I don't need to cut you off. But if he debunks it, it gives you more to work with, right? Because yeah. now you can make it more foolproof. Agreed. Well, first of all, the story's not going to be told anyway. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, if you don't tell it, I might. Just, just, okay, yeah, that's fine. just crush all his dreams. I crush 
So, so last person, do you have a story? Yeah, I'm sure uh, she does. Kind of. It was. It's not entirely my own original idea. I'm not so sure. I run a D and D campaign every Sunday. Okay. One of my DMs. Um, Means dungeon with, master. Means dungeon uh, master. Because you know you're watching this channel. Clearly, you are a non-nerd. Yeah. Whatever. But one of my DMs came up with the idea of like he work. He's going to create our characters for us, but based off of our personalities. Okay. For me. I got shoehorned in a gnome artificer. For those of you who do not know what that is, it's basically fantasy IT. And I'm like, you know what? That would actually make a pretty interesting show. Okay. High fantasy IT. Well, you have just like these little gnomes going around fixing everybody's magical equipment. I could make you could. So, so it's a story about Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Not, well, well, not quite Oompa Loompas because they're not slaves. Uh, well, well, they weren't slaves. No, they yeah. voluntarily came in. I, I, I think Willy Wonka's uh, work ethic is probably questionable. Yeah, I, I agree was, with that. I, I didn't know of any HR department. I, it was just him, I assumed. Yeah, it's just him. Yeah. And them. And well, them. And there's them. a lot of them. Which, could, there, could they form their own HR department? Uh, not if they, you know, actually expect to have any rights, because the minute they stepped outside of the factory, they were kind of screwed. Yeah. Hmm. But they could have been unionized, you don't know. Yeah. Oompa Loompa Union? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and who exactly was, would be able to hold that up, though? Yeah. Oompa Loompas, there's a lot of them. I mean, he's not getting funding from the government, so I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't know where he's getting all that money from. Well, candy. Well, you know, yeah. People I'm thinking we're spiraling down here. <laughs> All right. I don't know why we like to talk there. I think it's a lot of talk. So, should we head into the news? Yes, news. All right. Right here. I'm doing this for the people listening. And look, for people who can see, I actually have news. Look at this. This is really cool. It's really cool. And for some reason, my camera's blinking. I don't know why. It wasn't blinking before, but it's blinking now. Are you recording? So, if it stops, buddy? Yeah, so if it stops, then it stops, but we still have the audio. So, here we go. News. Also, take off the glasses because I'm an old Titan and I can't read with my glasses on. Wait, what? <laughs> with my glasses on, I can't read. I'm going. He's I need blind. the glasses for distance. As a bat. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's an old Batman. <laughs> All right. So, The Walking Dead mid-season re- premiere is coming up on February 25th, oh. and it's been extended to 82 minutes. That's to give people lots of time to cry for characters that might or might not still be with us. For anybody who. Isn't caught up. I'm not. Want to spoil I, I didn't watch this season eight. Please, no, not gonna, I've not heard it say. was really good. Like not going to say. Um, one that I think both of us are probably happy about. Dan Slott is leaving Spider Man. This is not brand new news, but he's leaving Spider Man, going to Iron Man. But the rumor is that as he leaves Spider Man, they're going to be undoing one more day. No kidding. That's the rumor. So I might actually buy a comic book. Again. I know. I, that's why I said me and you might really like that. It could mm. be really cool. Um, Coming up in just a couple of months, Action Comics. The first American comic, at least, to hit 1,000. So Action Comics, number 1,000. I get to ask, is this a legit 1,000, or is it kind of like yeah. they didn't fast-forward anything? No, this, they went back, even though when the New 52 started, they went back to number one, mm-hmm. they were still, you know, they know how many issues are going. And when they redid the numbering back to the current, they counted those issues as what they would have been and picked up where it should. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, issue number 1,000 is coming. It is going to have 10 different covers. Um, the 10 different covers are going to have, like, one artist doing the 1930s version, one doing the 40s, one doing the 50s, and so on throughout. Nice. And then a couple of special tributes, and I think one blank one. Because for some reason, people like to do the blank variants to get um, artists and people to autograph. Do I think it's cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be Superman versus Lex Luthor. It's going to be a whole lot of stories, including an unpublished unearthed, lost Siegel and Schuster original Superman story. Mm-hmm. One that never was published or printed back in the 30s and 40s. So that's, that's kind of cool. Um, 
And the most important part about the entire thing is they released the first cover already, which is Jim Lee doing the current mm -hmm. era Superman. They're bringing back, drum roll please, the red trunks are back. Oh, so they're bringing why? back. Yeah. The red why would they do that? <laughs> yes, I know. Why I know. would they do that? I knew that'd be the reaction there, but I, I, I'm, I'm a little upset. Why? Why are you upset about this? It looks cheesy. It looks so 19. I mean, it's not modern day. It's the looks, red it looks trunks. Like he's the trunks. Yes. So the, the joke about Superman wearing the underwear on the outside of his yeah. outfit, but, uh, it, but it was he was designed after circus strongman of the time, mm -hmm. yeah. and that was the way the costumes looked at the time. Right. Are you intimidated if a guy comes up to wearing like underwear outside his pants? Are you going to be intimidated? Well, well I mean, idea. I would question his uh, mental, like his mental state. Yeah, but which that, that that's would a different be story. Intimidating on its own. It's like, why is this dude no underpants? So like, obviously, he knows something that I don't. <laughs> right, like, just back. He's away. all right. You know, and if he flew up to me, blasting people to my left and right I'm with just his eye vision around. and oh. ripping a car apart and stuff, mm -hmm. I don't care what he looks like. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, well, got me. You We're got done. your own fashion sense. I'm gonna be a gold my way. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, one that you're going to shake your head about again, but I agree with you on this one. The Joker is actually coming to Gotham, the TV show Gotham, but it's not going to be Jerome. They said Jerome is just an homage to the Joker, a whatever. Red herring. Yeah, red herring okay. and so on. How old so, is Bruce in Gotham right now? He was 14 in the first season. They're up to season four now, maybe. They destroyed that character. They destroyed Batman. So he's well. No, he was eight because that's when his parents got shot. I thought they said he was maybe the actor's 14. I don't know. But I thought the they said he was 14. 14. I thought they said he was 14, but yeah. I don't know. Well, because he was eight he was, in season. He's one. definitely a teenager at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, All right. Wait, why would they have an older Joker than? Oh, that I know. This is, what, this is what I'm trying to figure yes. out because if they bring in Joker, it's, it's Gotham. It doesn't like, make any sense. Goth it's weird. Gotham does not make the sense. The whole purpose of Gotham oh. is people going to wonder, you know, big crime festive city. Batman comes up. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's the hero, but is he the hero really? Because Gotham is still a huge crime festive city. Yeah, there's all bad guys. Those bad guys didn't exist until Batman existed. Well, I mean, it's like a balance, right? Like when you have a very strong force of light. Like, not to quote Star Wars, oh. but darkness or evil kind of goes up to rise against the challenge. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. But I, stop raising your hand. No, I'm going to keep raising my hand because I'm polite, damn it. Anyway, <laughs> they, but if how. Explicit, not explicit show. Sorry. Um, shame. All of which, <laughs> I'm assuming all of you have seen Batman the Animated Series. Uh, I mean, Many yeah. times. Once or twice. Once or twice. Okay. There was the episode of The Trial. Where the, all the villains yep. came together, yep. Joker was the judge, to decide whether or not Batman was the reason for their creation. And they actually had the DA, who was actually against Batman throughout the entire episode, come and defend him. Because if they, if they could get her to prove that he did not create them, then maybe it's worth mm -hmm. And she And they ultimately came to the decision that he exists... Be, because you exist, and you exist because he exists. It's just an ever-flowing current. A vicious cycle. Huh? Vicious so cycle. therefore he created him, in a way. And they created him. How, how many people did Joker kill in the comics, you think? Thousands? Oh. I, I can't even count. Yeah. If, a ridiculous number. Batman have existed, he would probably be alive, right? That's a good question. Gotham destroyed all that. Gotham was yeah. like, now we need Batman in there. So, anyway, okay, I thought yes. I'd throw that out there. <laughs> um, Logan, the movie Logan, mm -hmm. got a um, nod at the Oscars for nice. Best Adapted Screenplay. I um, still haven't seen that huge. movie. I it's don't know what's excellent. wrong with it. Complete <laughs> random. I'm going to throw this out there right now. The little girl from Logan, um, X-23, I forgot yeah, the character's whatever, name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was up for Critics' Choice Award that she did not win. However, Brooklyn Prince 
won it, the Flutter Project. And that's yeah. cool. A friend of my little daughter's. My and that's very cool. Congratulations to her. Yes, sweet little girl. I'm very happy for her. I think somebody um, from the Florida Project got an Oscar nod for something, some Probably nomination. Probably guessing. Probably him for yeah. supporting actor, I believe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. The fact um, that he doesn't have an Oscar yet. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he'll he'll get one at some point. But it'll be like a lot of these actors passed over, passed over, passed over, and he'll finally get one for something. You go, really? For that? Yeah. You, you didn't give it to him for all this other okay, stuff? Like that if one? he didn't get one for Boondock Saints, mm-hmm. like that's, that's arguably one of my favorite, like William Defoe's. Like, he played his part almost perfectly. So it happens. Yeah. But there was a snub Wonder Woman. Got zero Oscar nominations. Wow! Not yeah. even in the technical stuff that's only done on the nerd night of, you yeah. know, special effects and sound, all that kind of stuff. That's they gave Wonder Woman zero uh, nominations, which was a surprise because they usually look at other awards that come along first, right? And those are usually a pretty good parallel. Mm-hmm. And she'd gotten nominated in a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Not on this one. No Patty Jenkins. No movie. No screenplay. No special ah. effects. No sound. That's surprising. Wonder Woman was actually a really good movie. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Surprisingly, yes. Yeah. Uh, the CW president has said that they're going to limit the superhero shows on the CW to no more than four at one time ever. They might have plenty of superhero shows, mm-hmm. but there will only ever be four aired at one time. Mm-hmm. Of course, at, when they only had two, they said there will never be any more than this, mm-hmm. and they keep expanding. So I don't know how accurate that's going <laughs> to be. Isn't five now? There are five, but only four airing at once. Because mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl are trading off this, the time slot. Yeah. iZombie, however, is a DC comic, and you could count... Her as a superhero. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not in the same universe or anything else, but you could count iZombie as that. Okay. Riverdale is based on the Archie comics. Now, they're not superheroes, so he did say superhero show. Right. But iZombie kind of breaks the mold already. Riverdale is a great show, man, I'm telling you. Riverdale is based off Archie. Where have I been? Well, I don't have TV. I don't have like, cable. So. I don't have TV either, yeah. so you, I'm as lost as you are. I did not right. know it was based off of Archie. All right. That's interesting. Netflix? Yeah. What's on there? The next one is a spoiler. So I'm going to ask you if you want me to spoil something. Since you're not reading comics, I have a feeling you don't care. But spoiler warning for anybody out there who's listening. There's a new Ghost Rider in the comics right now. Okay. Oh. Um, he's from the future. So it's no. not like replacing the current one. It's, 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 it's in a storyline with Thanos and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it is the, officially the Ghost Rider in the future. And, they find, and it's been around for a while. And he's, his identity was finally revealed about who he is. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know? Sure. All right, one more drum roll, please. Dan Cash, Johnny Blaze, one of the two? The, the Punisher, Frank Castle, first becoming a Galactus Herald, and what? then becoming Ghost Rider. No way! I well, can, it makes perfect actually, sense. Yeah, I can actually see that happening. Yeah. I can actually it makes see that. Perfect that actually sense. is a good story. I, I would interview I, I wonder yeah. why. I thought the Herald of Galactus part, though, was weird. That, yeah. That's yeah. weird, but him becoming Ghost Rider, I can actually... That actually, I, that fits really well. It does, because I does. mean... But yeah. Ghost Rider doesn't kill. Frank Castle kills a lot. Ghost Rider drags people to hell. Rider. Technically, yes. that's killing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you don't know what the future Ghost Rider does, yeah, well, we don't know yet. The hell or yeah. does he set their souls on fire? I, I think there. it's both. All right. Is it both? Okay. So, last news story. And I'm going to leave it at this and see if anybody has any comment on it because I, it's one that I just want to. It's like really, really, and I just can't believe it. Every time I think about it, it's really. I saw a trailer the other day for this. Um, I think the trailer is actually on the front of it, maybe. Um, maybe not. I, I saw it somewhere like that. <sighs> that favorite movie from the 80s that was not really good, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Crocodile Dundee has a sequel coming. What? Dundee. It's just it's titled Dundee. 
It's I Crocodile Dundee Jr., their son, who's grown up in the city, going back to Australia to see if he can make it in the outback. I thought that was uh, a joke. The trailer's out there. Uh, who's playing Dundee, did they say? Uh, they said, I can't remember the actor's name, but man, it looks so bad. Oh, no. it looks I'll get the information so, for you in a second. Oh, so bad. Well, why? why? I mean, I guess we're running out of things. Yeah. Well, we, they ran out of things years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they really did. I, just, I mean, so. the original Crocodile Dundee was great. I, I watched it many, many times. Yeah. I even will even go as far to say that I enjoyed the second one. It's nutty yeah, it as okay. it was. It was okay. But Didn't enjoy the third one, but it just it doesn't need to continue. It doesn't need anymore. to continue. Let it die. There it is. There it is. Let it have its fame and just yeah. leave it at that. Don't right. tarnish it. As I flip my piece of paper over uh-huh. from front to back, mm-hmm. I realized there was one more story. Which Chris is kind Hemsworth? Of important. No. no. That's what the rumor right now is. No. I mean, no. They, they show the actor in the trailer, and he's he's a comedian. It's, it might be one of the Hemsworths, though. But no. it's saying Chris. It's not. Who's it's not It's not him. They've already shown him. I'm just saying they've already shown him. Okay, that's fine. You see him from the back as the camera zooms in as he gets close. You're saying the internet's wrong, John Paul. I found that hard to believe. You think somebody would do that? Go on the internet and lie? I can't believe. (laughs) What is this world coming to? That should be a news topic. We just broke the world by saying that to everybody. Come on, like oh man. I'm imagining you with that face. So, so the real last news story. That was the joke. Final one. The real last news story leads us into our main topic for today. All right, so. The lead promoter, I'm going to read this so I don't get anything wrong here. Mm-hmm. The lead promoter and founder of the East Coast Comic Con, Cliff Galbraith, bragged on social media this week about banning Christian conservative actor Kevin Sorbo from the upcoming geek convention in New Jersey because of the actor's friendship with Sean Hannity. So the question is well, first, why? But beyond that, does politics have a place in fandom? First of all, that, who is Sean Hannity? I don't even know who that is. He, I, he's one of the main anchors on Fox News. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kevin Sorbo does stuff? Anymore? He still does stuff. He was oh. on Supergirl um, this season. Oh, okay. Yeah. He doesn't do a lot. Okay. But he still doesn't does have some to do a lot anymore. He's been Hercules for years. He had Hercules, followed by Andromeda. And yeah, he's, he's set for life, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so just first, general thoughts. I mean... Before we dig into it, just general thoughts on this story specifically. Baron Leadoff. All right, so <laughs> I don't I don't believe that politics should have a very. Let me rephrase. Politics will always have a point to play in fandom, but you should keep the politics to the story. Politics. It shouldn't be something that should mirror the real world. Remain. Or what? Or bleed into it. Exactly. Yeah. Mainly because you kind of enjoy these fandoms because it doesn't, you know, remind you of real world. Because real world sucks. We like our fandom, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want our fandom tarnished with, you know, all of this other, you know, chaotic and just hateful stuff from outside. We, I mean, keep the hateful stuff in the stories, but it makes sense, you know? So... Yeah. I'm actually going to completely agree with Barron in this one. I mean, there's a lot of politics going on right now, especially now, a lot of hate, a lot of things I can't stand. Right, right. And I agree a lot of messages that are pushing out there. At the same point, if you come to work, you hear about these things, anything you hear about, mm-hmm. how it affects your job, how it affects the world around you. You need that escape from reality sometimes. I want to sit in front of the couch, put the TV on, and just escape for an hour. I want to read a book and just escape. You need that escape to unwind and when it bleeds into that mm. when it's on the TV now just 
yeah. metaphorically speaking, if something else happens, but that's not what you, you know that's what it means. Yeah. Well, you can't escape it anymore. And I mean, how many people do you really think would go to this or any other convention to see Kevin Sorbo that are really there for any other reason other than, oh, I love you as Hercules? <laughs> Yeah. Does it really matter what his politics are? Not at all. No. Now, maybe it matters if he's a you know convicted felon, rapist, murderer, well, then, yes, horrible like, stuff. I, I like no, those are different things. None of which is true that we're aware of. But you know, if there's something horrible like that, but if it's just a difference of opinion, yeah. no matter how different the opinion is, yeah. does it really I, matter? I have to agree. I mean, you, you cannot ban someone just because of their political views. I mean, that's just how they view things. They haven't actually done anything illegal that we know of. Right. And there's really no reason to abandon them in the first place. Yeah. And here's, here's the crazy thing on this one. He was never actually invited to the show. <laughs> so by putting Wait, out... what? So putting out the statement that he is being banned was just a grab for publicity, which it we're was. kind of buying into here. It we're actually was. talking about it. Oh, yeah. But... It's like you know, he's, he's waking up. I've been being two piles of cash, and it's just like, what? You're not inviting me to your your conference? No, not only not invited, he can't come to. He, I guess he can't show up as a guest either, or just show up as. I mean, he could just show. He could show up like we would show up and yeah. pay it for a ticket. But yeah. he can't like you know get autographs or like oh this is me or something like that. Actually, that'd be kind of funny if mm-hmm. Kevin Sorbo paid the hundred dollars or whatever it costs to go to the convention yeah. and walked around just signing autographs for free left and right. Yeah. Just to rub it in, that would actually be kind of funny. He should. Funny. He should do. Yeah. That. <laughs> he make money for the. I, I, that's just weird to me. You're banned. I didn't invite you, but you're banned. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what it was. That's I mean, insane. Um, but the the promoter of, of this show, the, the founder and promoter of the show, this is not the first weird thing he's done. Last year's event, the poster for it featured the Statue of Liberty wrapped in ribbons with um, words on it, very much like a political cartoon mm-hmm. where you could read the words clearly. Homophobia, misogyny, racism, xenophobia, voter suppression, and more wrapped all around the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And that was his poster for their convention. Okay. Uh, so this promoter is, is kind of yeah. off the deep end a little bit. Not, a again, not that necessarily his views are wrong in any of these things. What? You, know, you don't want homophobia? No. You don't want these things? Sure. but There's a time and there's yeah. a place. Right, like people come to these conventions to you know spend money and look at you know their childhood you know yeah. happiness, like things that brought joy to them as their children and even now. So, I, I want to dress up as Lightning Lad and make fun of B Man dressed up as um, what was it, Bullseye? Mm-hmm. You know things like that. My I, costume was awesome. Well, you're gonna make fun of my Bleach of Superheroes costume, so I just I never made fun of you. <laughs> I did maybe a couple times. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but still, that's why we go, right? We, we go yeah, to yeah, be we go silly and have fun exactly. and just do all this. We don't go for all that. Um, but we'll say this is nothing new. Politics and genre have been around forever. One that kind of disturbed me is IMDb actually has a list on there of known conservative actors and directors and such. They don't have a corresponding known liberal ones. They just have a list of known conservative ones, which in a lot of cases are restricted from other work. I mean, it's happened to a lot of people over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite as bad as the McCarthy hearings and that kind of stuff, but still, it's, it's in the same way. But politics has always been in our content. Right. I, th- I think when I first mentioned this idea to a couple of y'all, you said, well, it's always been there. Yeah, Captain America fighting the Nazis in World War II. That was a yeah. normal story. Mm-hmm. Well, that's politics. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, propaganda and such. Um, lots of different DC characters in the World War II area, mm-hmm. uh, era. Green Arrow was always at least in the comics, was the extreme liberal, mm-hmm. where Hal Jordan was a conservative. He even had a, f- a classic era where um, Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams did 
a series of stories, Hard Traveling Heroes, I think mm-hmm. is what it was called, and they covered um, drug abuse and poverty and all this different stuff. An incredible award-winning series of comics. Mm-hmm. So politics in the content makes sense. I don't know if you have any good examples of that. Um, uh, I but there don't. was the Invention of the Venom, which was based on the all the steroid abuse that was going on in the baseball. Steroid stuff with Venom. I love Danny O'Neill. He's mm. my favorite. Is that why Venom was created for Bane? Mm-hmm. I didn't know Venom that. Venom actually came before Bane. Wow. I actually, that was actually surprised me when I found that out. Yeah, yeah it's been around. Did not know that? Yeah. Good to know. Red, I give you credit. You Thank you. Oh, Lex Luthor ran for president once and won. Yeah. And you know, I gotta say, I'd rather have Lex Luthor as president today. <laughs> Just gotta say, but you yeah. know, mixing politics in here with fandom a little bit. Because I mean, he he's a true businessman. Like he makes all that money, and he I mean, invents all the interesting things. He, yeah. he's an innovator. Yeah. But um, that's you neither here nor yeah. there. V for Vendetta, one of your favorite ones, was heavily politi- heavily political. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was intended that way. Though. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. That's what I mean. Politics in the content of comics is perfectly fine. Right. In the contents of movies, in the contents of TV shows. Yeah. I mean, Supergirl every week has something very political or yeah. um, current social issues. That uh, That's just normal. It's when it bleeds over into how we yeah. do the rest. Um, like, um, it's one of the main reasons I feel like a lot of people didn't like The Last Jedi. Like, going back to that, yeah. it's just there are just very, very heavy-handed like overtones of just you know, you know the casino. Uh, the casino. Yeah. The, the entire casino, casino yeah. scene. Oh yeah. I know that's your favorite scene in the entire thing. I thought yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so boring. But it's like you have you know the liberals who are like the rebels in a sense, and then you have like alt right or like I yeah. guess the Nazis or the White Order or something like that. Like you can see that. Like they made it too, I guess, clear. Like they made yeah. it. They there was. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But again, within the story, that's okay. You can choose to go see the movie or not see the movie. You can I do whatever. Problems with that movie. Yeah, a lot of people did. I, yeah. I did. I, I I enjoyed it. Though. I liked it, but I had a lot of problems with it. It yeah. was it was an equalizing movie. That's that's my main reason why I like it. Nothing yeah. really happened. That's the point. It kind <laughs> of just wiped the board. Yeah, yeah. It, really did. it definitely wiped the board. Yeah. Something happened. Princess Leia flew through a space like Mary Poppins. <laughs> That did happen. That did happen. Yeah, that that just without the umbrella. Yeah. I, I can't blink that out. I want to blink that out. So force, force umbrella. Just. <laughs> so a little history lesson. I thought I'd give you all a history lesson. Um, back in 1954, there was a book put out uh, by a guy named Frederick Wortham. He's an American psychiatrist. The title of the book was Seduction of the Innocent. And I don't know if you may have heard of that. I, I had heard about it over the years. Um, the topic of the book was that it warned that comic books were a negative form of popular literature and a serious cause of juvenile delinquency. Hmm. At the same time, um, a guy by the name of Estes Kefauver, no relation, my last name is Estes, his first name is Estes, <laughs> so no relation, but Estes Kefauver, a is senator from Tennessee, again, no relation, just because I'm from Tennessee, no relation. <laughs> this is a, this is a quite heck of a question. <laughs> this is why I know so much about the story, because it's like, wow, whoa, no. that freaked me out. <laughs> um, he had a whole congressional inquiry around some of this, and bought into these theories and brought in um, Wortham to testify, then brought in the publisher of EC Comics. And EC had a whole line of comics that got into the, the horror and a lot of very graphic, violent images, um, at the end of which they did not find that the, um, the blame for violence and delinquency and all was with the comic industry, mm-hmm. but they did recommend that it toned down its content voluntarily, 
which was the reason for the creation of that nice little sticker, little stamp we see on the yeah. cover of comics for years. Probably not anymore in most places, but um, the Comics Code Authority. Mm-hmm. It was a voluntary thing, and that was why that came about. So there was a heavy politics getting involved in the comic book industry, not right. you know the rest, but in the comic book. And the same thing happened with video games recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but that's definitely not related, huh? Yeah, no relation. Same name. No, same no, no relation. No, I mean, you just don't know these things. Do you look like this guy? I'm not. I have no idea on that. No, because people always ask me, like, are you related to Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Because I look just. Look, 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 I mean, twins, the right? the the. Uh, okay, the Rock is for anybody who's looking at me on the video right now, I'm going to point that direction. Look at him on the video right now. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Almost like so, we're, we're almost twins. Yeah. I have more hair than he has. You can see that. What? Yeah. That you look like Tom Holland? No, that we have the same last name. Oh, okay, okay. And nobody cares about that. I care about that. No, no, Are you c- confused? Is he like your cousin? No. You sure? I'm sure. Yeah. That's one I'd be okay with claiming, though. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt anything. I mean, like Rosario Dawson, if I could say that she was related to me, that would be cool, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is a <what>, man. That's <laughs> 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 uh, so so, just a doing. <laughs> I tell the time. Oh, my God. So, anyway, so it's. I guess my point is, it's nothing new to have politics infringe, right. but it, there definitely is a line that can be crossed. When it's in the story, it's okay, but holding congressional hearings about juvenile delinquency because of content of comics? No, it's... That's where things like this banning of people... That was back in the 50s, all right? It was in the 50s. It would better to do that in those days. But it, is, it could be a slippery slope, having, yeah. having um, you know, this guy in New Jersey banning actors from conventions. Yeah. If that became something that's acceptable and it happened left and right, you suddenly you could be... Oh, oh I say you could be affected yeah. a lot. Yeah, and just, it, it, there's already a wide schism in our country. It would just widen it even, even yeah. further. Even more. No, no, we don't need that. No, not like at all. I feel like politics can be included into a situation or like a comic book or a video game or whatever when it brings people together. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to inject your ideas and your belief in order to create a divide in something. It doesn't, you're adding it, to the problem. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't need. It's yeah. not needed. Well, and also the the audience you're going to find at a comic convention is typically better educated than the average general public. Mm. And I say that because there was a convention I went to many, many, many years ago, and um, the actor who played um, Jeffrey Sinclair on Babylon Five, which if you didn't watch it, it's okay. He was he was the first commander of the of the station. But the actor was going to be there, and we went to hear him talk. And it was one of those large rooms, of like a thousand people or something, one of those big auditoriums. And he said, okay, before we get started, I always want to do something. So he said, everybody stand up. He said, okay, if you've not yet graduated from high school, sit back down. And there's a handful of people, either kids or younger people there. Okay, if you've graduated high school but not yet gotten your bachelor's degree, sit down. And a few more sat down. Now, if you have your bachelor's degree but don't yet have your master's degree, sit down. Mm-hmm. Not many people sat down. There was, we're still talking like 80 to 90% of this audience was still standing Jeez. with bachelor degrees. Mm-hmm. All right, now you have your master's degree, but don't yet have your PhD. And about half the audience sat down finally, but half of that thousand-person audience had like master's actually had doctor. a master's degree or better. Do you have a master's degree? Mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's only. You slack, I'm a slacker. And then he went one step further and said, if you have your PhD, remain standing. Everybody else sit down. And there was still a good ten to twenty percent of the audience that had PhDs in. I'm thinking this for you for the future. Hmm. You're smart at this guy, and you, you have a bachelor's, right? I am not going to say. I do have a bachelor's, but I'm not going to say. He so could be. No, you he could be. Spotlight. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. That's, he it, could it, be. It, yeah. That's you in 20 years right there. <laughs> well, I mean. I'd probably be working where I'm at. I'm not going to. Well, I'm, I'm trying to go into, like, mental health counseling, so I'm probably. He needs that, yeah. too. 
So oh, you, you, you are, it's just, be just you, you are just hurting the Titan. Why are you just attacking him? It's attack the attack on Titan. This is the attack on Titan. Hopefully it ends better. But I guess my, <laughs> point, yeah. my point is, that is a perfect place to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Instead of banning someone like Kevin Sorbo, exactly. if you don't agree with him, you're in, an audience, you're in an audience where you can actually have a good debate exactly. and conversation with people who are not going to just... Oh, get out of here, you idiot, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. you actually have a good intellectual conversation. Because a lot of these people will want to have this conversation. Because, yeah. like, yes. like you said, they're intellectual. They're intellectuals. Intellectual, yeah. So it's like, okay, you think this way. Why? Please, like, right. uh, elaborate so debate. we can understand. It could be exactly. a very good, lively debate. It probably would get lively, and but that, it would be... It'd be a lot better than professionally just done lively. Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel about this one? Uh, George Perez, we're big fans of his. Yep. He would not do autograph shows in the red states. He did. I found out he did finally recant that. Did he? Okay. No. But for about a year he didn't. But he finally did. He still said though, if he goes into a red state, in fact, any any convention he goes to, uh, he'll put up a little sign next to his booth. He will only do autographs for people for a donation. And I don't know that he has a certain amount, but for a donation. And he puts what that donation is going to. And they're very non-Trump-level politics. Um, And that doesn't mean anti-Trump. But it just means, you know, raising money for... Like Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. Great example. LGBTQ, how many other letters for that? Good for him. Yeah, things like that. So he wants people to look at it and go, okay, I support this or I don't support it. Or... I'm okay with supporting it because I want this autograph more. Mm-hmm. He wants people to think it through. But yes, you're right. For a long time, he would not go to these conventions um, because That's kind of petty. Yeah, I think if, if you had that strong opinion, you should go to these conventions to speak your mind. Maybe because yeah. you're very persuasive. I think people look up to you, and they could actually use. He could change mind. I think he really could, and that could actually change the right yeah. state. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, and again, that's that's his opinion. Yeah. Um, I think that would be great. Well, I do want to finish out my thought on this and get anybody else's thought. There was somebody who went to the Republican and Democrat National Convention as a reporter. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was going to all the conventions. He's a reporter, all this kind of stuff. And when he left the Republican one in the summer of 2016, his palate cleanser was to go to San Diego Comic-Con. He happened to be also at heart a geek and wanted to go to San Diego Comic-Con to just uh, yeah. know, brush it all off. <laughs> but he also wanted to kind of interview people and talk to them and get their opinions and see if he could get an idea of, okay, here's the general public saying – how much does a San Diego Comic-Con audience do? So you'd walk around asking people, do they support Clinton or do they support Trump? Mm-hmm. He said the greatest percentage of them, and I was expecting this to come back, you know, showing how intellectuals support one party more than the other. Mm-hmm. He said by far the greatest percentage of them came back with one of two answers. Who or who cares? <laughs> so if that is the greatest percentage of people, then that also makes this Kevin Sorbo thing. Really? It's irrelevant. Really? Yeah. But anyway, um, but that was my last thought. Any other thoughts about politics and fandom before we get to the B-Man for next time? I think it's um, kind of discerning that you have a, an area where a lot of intellectuals are, and they don't care necessarily about who's being elected. I, I don't think it's not really matter. I mean, not, that, is bad, that, is, that is a bad it's right. a bad thing. It's, it's just, it's, what can they do about it? Yeah, exactly, right? But I'm saying it's just it's, like... Uh, apathy. Yes, exactly. It's just that lack of, you know, feeling or caring about what's going on because I feel as if a lot... like So the smarter you get, the more I feel you kind of realize that things are going to happen the way they're going to happen anyway. And the pool that you have 
might not be enough and collectively that's probably why a lot of this stuff is happening the way it is yeah. i will say this this one writer did interpret to say that it was actually a bad sign for clinton mm. and a good sign for trump yes because the type of people at that convention are ones who probably would have voted for clinton oh, yeah. not trump mm. and the big challenge for both candidates in any election is to turn out their voters mm -hmm. and the trump voters were turning out mm -hmm. if she couldn't get people who would either normally support her or at least who would vote against him yep. to even care, she that was yeah. Yeah, that was a bad sign. And then we saw which way the election went. But just think about it. If, if 50 to 60 to 75 percent of people who attend sci-fi conventions across the United States had turned out to vote, <laughs> I mean, we'd have a different story. That doesn't mean we'd have a great president oh, right yeah. now. No. But, but we'd have a different story yes, going on exactly. right now. I mean, that, that's true in a way. I just think humanity in general, we have this need to hate people for different beliefs. You know, um, people this world, I, this pain, I don't want to say like you, you like everybody, I think, pretty much, right? And you try to say I that. Hi. Yeah. You try to. Try. I'm generally the fact that there's bad people in this world and I don't like them. I don't care if they're black, white, gay, straight, whatever. It's just, if they're a jerk, I don't like them. They're a good person, I do. What the beliefs are, whatever it is, I don't care. As long as you handle life appropriately. And that's just my belief. I just think people just find a reason to hate each other. And it's, it's mind-blowing. Like, why do you need to hate that? You know, yeah. Brian's a black guy, I'm a white guy. The really difference is it's a pigment. Yeah. Um, if she's gay or straight, who cares if you're in your bedroom? And people just kind of relax a little bit, I think. And people can't do that. And it's mind-blowing to me. And this is actually the politics thing. It's just another thing. It's just who really cares what his political belief is? Politicians in general are not good people. I'm sorry. Yeah. All of them. I will say, to your point, to tie that into a comic thing is a nice closer. Mm -hmm. Since you mentioned Watchmen at the very beginning and original stories and all that kind of stuff. Yes. It was um, Ozymandias' entire premise in Watchmen and how to unify the world was that exact thing. Mm -hmm. People need some focus for their hate. And he gave them a focus Outside of each other, and that was the whole point. That, of it. Yeah. Clever, I'm one of the few people that actually said, "I see his point totally." I really did, and I said, "Wow, is the best way to end a war? Yeah. Ended the end of the world in a way." Hate what in he its really own sense is a unifying factor. Yeah. I mean, so. if you look at the reasons we hate each other, it's just such a minute reason. It's mind blowing to me. Yeah. But wars created over it, so. That being said, uh, even for one of our favorite books, it could be as much as eye color. Yeah, you exactly. Know. Yeah. <laughs> This is probably uh, true. Probably, right. It's probably true. So on that like. note, B-Man, do we have a question of the week for next time? All right. So awards came out there. We mentioned Wonder Woman getting snubbed. Yep. Do you think superhero movies in general get snubbed? You never see a superhero Still? movie up for um, best right. movie. Never right. see it. No. All right. I mean, I thought Beef and Dead should have got one. So. Mm -hmm. so for next time, that'll be our question. I want to thank our guests here, Byron. And be back soon, Red, we believe. Red Terror. Miranda, sure. whichever one you prefer to go by. Sure. Um, Let's just go with that, sure. This is John Paul. Be man. We are out of here. This is from video. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to twerk. Yeah. <laughs>